Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. What's up, brother? So we're just chuckling here a little bit because typically we'll have, we talk during the week and we say, okay, what's our topic this week? And and then, you know, inevitably, you know, we start to think that we're smarter than ourselves. So, so we start Googling stuff. And so you end up with a couple of notes. And sometimes on topic, I'll, I'll end up with a bunch of notes. I normally don't even use them, but I just don't just want. preparation. I just, yeah, right. Just head preparation. Space. Get in the I, right know, head just space. a couple of notes. Well, well, well wait, wait, wait. Yeah, full, yeah. full transparency. So yeah. we, we record early at 6 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Thanks, Brian, by Thanks, the way. Um, <laughs> so I get this email from Mikey Leslie. Hey, can you print this? Man, I, I ran out of paper and ink <laughs> printing so many notes. So okay. okay, but on this particular session, all I've got is the title. I, I have no idea. I go, I go, he goes, I got nothing on this next topic. I go, Glenn, really don't say that because I've got absolutely, I've got one little tiny notation that I'll introduce somewhere in the segment if I find it right. But yeah, so we just started laughing because we totally have a blank canvas right now. So Mikey's got a blank page. I've got a blank page. So Mikey's like, what are we doing? I'm like, dude, we're just going to share from the heart. He goes, okay. And uh, so. That's what happens most of the time anyway. Yeah, so um, our our topic is never go back. Um, I just want to share, this might help somebody out there. This was so instrumental for me and so helpful for me in early sobriety. In fact, it was a catalyst on me getting sober. Um, you know, as I work and reflect with my sponsor today on how life used to be, you know, he pointed this and said, that was the what you did was a catalyst on you getting sober and moving forward in sobriety. So, hey, let's just talk about it quickly. It won't be a long episode. Let's just let's just chat through it, and <clears throat> you know, it might help somebody else, right? So you so you send over this text message to me and say, you know, topic number whatever for today is never going back, right? So where does Mike's brain go? Do 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 do. do. Been down one time, been down two times, ooh, never going back again. A little Fleetwood Mac tune there. Yeah, you know, that's not really what I had in mind, but, okay. man, I, I love that. Let's put that up in the resource room. Oh, yeah. Or, in fact, you should just sing it for us. Uh, in fact, I don't think I'll do ever do that again. There you go. Nice. Um, so, so never going back. All right, so, le- so let me frame this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to frame it the right way. Um, so let me see, 2002, you know, I, I got separated from my wife and I started dating and whatever. 2008, I met this girl, uh, you know, really cool girl, started dating, got into a deep relationship quick, which was not too intelligent. Um, you know, six months into it, moved in together. And <clears throat> long, long story, very brief here, um, it turned into a tragic relationship. Uh, what I learned, and I am still learning because, you know, I'm plugged in some people on Instagram, you know, let's use the N-word, right? Narcissist. Mm. So she was, she was, and you know, was, because I, I don't have contact with her, but she, she was a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And, and I was in a bad space. Mm-hmm. So let me frame this right now. I was in a bad space. On our first date, I was half in the bag. 
you know, we had dinner in a nice restaurant. It was a great first date, but I was lit. You know, I was, you know, six cocktails in or whatever. <clears throat> Our second date, uh, we were going downtown. It was uh, uh, Labor Day weekend, and I was going downtown with, with her and her kids. I was so hungover. I had to stop at a hotel on the way to her house to pick her and her kids up and have Bloody Marys before I went downtown. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't wait till lunchtime to have just a, hey, let's have two Coronas, right? Just to, you know, hair the dog, right? So that's how all the relationship started. So then like a month in, I disappeared one morning because I was hungover and from the night before. And, and so I told her, I said, hey, you know, I got an issue with drinking. I probably shouldn't be drinking for my health or whatever. And I wasn't honest with her. And then she's got superpowers. She says, don't worry about it. You can still drink. I'll control your drinking. <laughs> oh, perfect. Let me tell you. But, I mean, that's just her level. She could conquer a Drinking anything. coach. You know, yeah, absolutely. My drinking coach. Well, you know, that worked for literally two nights. Mm-hmm. You know, she poured my low cocktails two <laughs> nights in a row, and then boom. You know, I mean, I, I was full-blown alcoholic. I'd already been to run rehab. I hadn't told. So I wasn't honest with her right. from the start. You know, so, hey, I own that, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to do my uh, my ninth step with her, but uh, when, when the timing is right. Um, but... Um, um, she was a narcissist and, um, you know, there was no winning with her. And, and so I was trying to get better. I was trying to get sober. I was going to AA. She would mock AA. She would mock sobriety. She hated the fact that I was trying to get sober. She liked to have her martinis and, uh, she would purposely be late coming home from the gym. So I couldn't get to my meeting on time. I mean, it, it was, it was such a cluster, you know, and it was serving her, serving her. So I was trying to get sober on a foundation that shook every day. You know, every time I tried to stand up on my feet, she shook me down. And then the whole narcissist, I mean, it was almost like, you know, I remember one day I spent like eight hours trimming all the bushes, right? And she comes home. I mean, I have sweat. And, you know, and, and, you know she, the, minute, the only thing she said, she pointed to one little bush and she goes, you forgot to pick up a couple pieces over there. Yeah, and I'm picturing you had them all like Disney World. They were oh, shaped man, they like were animals. They were there was you know, ducks and giraffes. Yeah, my, and, right. my my anal you know perspective. I mean, it was perfect. Right, right, and 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 so my whole life was like that. It didn't matter what I did. And I remember talking to a therapist. And I'm like, you know, if I if I did a hundred percent of what she said and what she wanted, life would be good. I had to be totally selfless. I had to give up my sobriety, my efforts for sobriety. She hated it. We broke up. And then got back together, broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. I mean, it was, it was, it was ugly. It was painful mentally, physically. It was just a mess. She was not the right person for me. She might be perfect for somebody else. She was not the right perfect person for me. So never go back, right? In, in 2014, I started to go to a, a therapist, a coach, um, Dr. D. Great guy. And he helped me understand where I was at in the relationship and what I was really dealing with, right? So there's value in getting outside help. Mm -hmm. I really got value from getting an external perspective. We always laugh. It's hard to read the label on your own jar. He helped me read my label, and I was in a very bad situation. So I knew I had to get out and stay out. I, I had to shut that door. Again, she hated my sobriety, mocked it, mocked the people in AA that I was becoming loving relationships with. I love my brothers. She'd make fun of them, right? So I read this book. 
uh, Never Go Back. Um, and it's uh, written by a gentleman, Dr. Henry Cloud. Um, he's a spiritual guy, but he's not wacky spiritual. But he's like a psychologist to like executives, right? And, um, and, and, and he does a lot on boundaries and all this stuff. And he wrote this book, Never Go Back. So um, somebody suggested that I read it, and, and so I read it. And what that book said, I, I, I can tell you what 200 pages says in one sentence. What that book says is when you recognize you're in a situation and you're back and forth and coming back and, oh, getting back together. And, you know, I mean, that's just such a cluster. When you find yourself in that situation, he said, do the hard thing. Get out of that situation. And, and what I loved was his honesty. He said, your life is going to suck for six months going to suck at the six month mark you're going to look and say my life is so much better and I I valued the fact that he was honest because there's so much BS out there I really valued that he was honest and he laid out six months and, and, and I knew I had to leave and I felt like I was getting support from my coach I f- felt this Dr. Henry Cloud who I listened to him a bunch of times on other stuff and I really respect him I just really align and click, and he's got a show out there, a podcast, and he's got all kinds of stuff out there. He's great content. But, but so, so I respected that, and I said, okay, A, here's a timeline that I can live with, right? I, can, I know what six months is. I can get through anything for six months. Um, I will commit to that. So this is, you know, mid-2014. So I found a sober living place. I did some tours of sober living place, and I'm getting my plan together, get my plan together. And it was just mentally. I mean, she and I were such a mental battle. and I mean, it was just terrible, ugly. And, and then, you know, I went to a work conference. I landed up relapsing, landed up at six hospitals for a week, and landed up in my four-month sober living program, which at that time I used as my catalyst to get out. And I just said to her, it's hard to get away from a narcissist. And as I sit here today, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, hey, I wasn't man enough to get out. I was too fragile to get out. It was easier for me to go another step towards hell than it was to turn around and climb Mount Everest. That's mentally what I was looking at. And I'm ashamed of that today, but it was what it was. And, 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 and hey, so, so he promised me and never go back six months. And, and so, so I believed him and I embraced that. And through my coach, through my surrender to Matt and the Care Addiction Program, um, to my four-month program there, uh, and then getting started after that, what I realized is that Dr. Henry Cloud and Never Go Back was 100% true. But I had to email him because he was wrong on one point. And I emailed him, and I said, Doctor, just want to let you know I read your book. I took your book to heart. And I jumped, and I'm never going back. And um, I said, but you were wrong with one thing. I said, it wasn't six months. I said it was five. <laughs> and he laughed. He thought I was funny. But, but you know what? For folks out there today, they're in situations. And I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying leave your situation. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is read the book, mm-hmm. right? Get a resource to help you. Because for me, 
I had to get out of that situation and the mental hell that I was going through before I even had a chance to take a quality step towards sobriety. Um, and, and that's when I surrendered to sobriety. I said, look, this is the most, I don't care about relationships. I don't care about anything. The most important thing for me today, it's the January 6th reading of the 24 hour book. Most important thing for me today is sobriety. And, and I left and I never looked back. I never went back and no idea what she's doing today. Um, I have blocked her phone number from my, from my phone. In fact, it was funny cause I was working with Matt for a while after that. He goes, have you blocked her number? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, okay, your assignment for this week is to block her phone number. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday we met, he goes, did you block her phone number? I'm like, no. He goes, why? He goes, that is such an issue. Why? Let's talk about that. You know, and he was very action-oriented therapist. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, you're right. I'm going to do it right now. And I did it and you know, on my phone today. She's blocked. Um, you know, and, and it's just, you know, for folks out there today, you know, the only message of hope, you know, is, is you know what? Um, it may suck for six months. Mm-hmm. You know, life may be total turmoil for six months. And I don't know what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. I just don't. But I believed what Dr. Henry Cloud says and never go back. And, and, and I proved it in my own life. Now, you got to do the right things. You know, once you get out, you, you got to get on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get out and go to a homeless shelter and drink every day and things will get better. Right. But that is an amazing first step of hitting on the right path is getting out of a very tough situation that you're in today. And I know some of our listeners we've connected with are in the same, you know, kind of the same boat, and, and they've made that step. Maybe you have relationships in your life today that are hurting your sobriety, mm-hmm. hurting your efforts for sobriety. Life is easier. Life is better without those people. Yeah. It just is. And, and I don't know what I'm, I don't know what result I'm going to get from saying that, you know, and, and because I know that's probably not going to work for some people. I get that. But for me and my story, getting out and away from people who weren't supportive to me. And like my, my coach said, he goes, relationships are done when you stop teaching and you're done being taught. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that never happened in that relationship because you're in the wrong relationship. Yeah. You know, that was a great share. I mean, it, there are so much, so many takeaways there. I'm not even going to try and trump it. I think you, you hit it. I just feel for the people that are in toxic relationships or in toxic scenarios. Uh, I, I love your message of hope, and that's what I think it is, a message of hope. Just a quick FYI, you know, never go back. There's a link to the book uh, on our website. Uh, at the bottom of our resource page, you'll see the reading from January 6th, reading from uh, the 24-hour. Um, you know, I hope that today is somebody's catalyst day for them, too. It's it's tough. I, I look back now, Glenn, at the people that were in my life that were toxic, and and I'll say some of them I proactively removed. Some of them just stopped liking me because they didn't like the new mic, and I'm okay with that, you know, because the new mic you know, didn't pick, old Mike picked up the bar tab, uh, new Mike, not so much. Right. Um, as one example, I mean, but I'm in a better place without those people in those situations in my life today, far better place. Yeah. Sometimes less is more, right. And and that includes material things, includes people too. But one, one thing I just have to finish off with this story because it's amazing. Um, as we talk about so many times, we get signs in life. We just get signs in life 
that you're doing what you're supposed to do, you did what you're supposed to do, and, and, and you're where you're supposed to be. So here's full circle, right? So it's, you know, last, last year, so let's say six months sobriety. Mm-hmm. No, not six months, six years six sobriety. Years, yeah, right. right? My daughter, who I've rebuilt a relationship with, she lives out in Santa Monica. And uh, so I go visit her, <clears throat> right? So, um, you know, and, and I'm very cautious what kind of church I go to. And she wanted to go to church, right? She goes, hey, I got this church around the corner from me in Santa Monica. She goes, let's go. I'm like, hey, I'd love to go, you know. But I don't like the religious church, all the rules. I mean, I'm done with that. But I said, sure, let's go. So I go to this church. I mean, it's an amazing church. It talks about spirituality. It talks about relationship with God, not all the rules, you know. Just a loving place to go, right? Well, guess who's a member there? Dr. Henry Cloud. Oh, wow. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen him with Paul. I'm like, I'm like, man, he must be a guest speaker. No, he's a member of that church. Around the corner from my daughter, go to the same. It's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, how, does that, how does that kind of stuff How work? does that work? Yeah, right. So amazing stuff. And that's six years after I read this book. Right, right. Yeah. All right, brother. Read the book, man. Never go back. Never go back. Love you, man. Thanks. Never going back again. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.